Welcome to Questions About Heaven, a podcast about giving Bible answers to our questions about the afterlife with God. Each week we seek to answer real-life questions with biblical answers about the life beyond this world. Now, here's your host, Brad Zockel. And good day to you. This is Brad Zockel, and you're listening to the Questions About Heaven podcast. And it has been just so wonderful in this past year, being able to make these podcasts and studying more and more about the heaven that is promised to the believer in Jesus Christ. And God the Father, praise his name, he's given so much grace and mercy to those who would accept it. And it is a wonderful, wonderful truth in seeing the promises of God to the believer in heaven. And then beyond, after this heaven, is then renovated down to the smallest, smallest fraction that can be described in the Greek language to be remade into the new earth that we read about in Revelation chapter 21, verses 1 and 2, where God will walk with us. So there is a particular uh, approach to our study today that I'd like to share with you. And when we talk about going into heaven, what do people say? What, what shocked the Pharisees in Jesus' prayer in Matthew chapter 6? He said, our Father. He gave possession to the Father and to the Pharisees. Oh, you might be able to call him Father maybe a couple of times in the Old Testament. He was referred to it as Father. But to take possession and say he is my Father, but that's exactly what Jesus said, and that is exactly how we can approach our Lord as we find salvation through his Son. We can call Yahweh our Father, and we can also follow that template prayer, our Father who art in heaven. We can see this Father. So think about it now. The reason why the believer says this is because we look forward to his leadership, his guidance, and his home in heaven. John 14, there is a home in heaven prepared for us. Now think about it. If we call him father, if you're a father, you have to have children. This is a very, very intimate display of love, of caring, caring love for us. And that's what I want to talk about this theme. If God is our father, father's got to have children. We're his children Well, what does that take us when we look into the scripture? There are so many things when we say more than just there is a dwelling place, there's a house. We're going home to be at home with the Lord, as it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 6 through 8. But I want you also to see this. Whenever we see the glory and the joy of heaven, we then see this very intriguing hint by Paul in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 19, when he says, what is my crown of rejoicing? It's upon seeing you there glorifying the Lord in the presence of Christ. Well, now, wait a minute. He's talking about recognition and joy. And then we start seeing this, these masses and these groupings and we see these, these, this togetherness all through the scripture of those joining together, celebrating the Lord. So what's my point today? My point is this. One of the things that I enjoy reading about in heaven 
is that there is not going to be any line of demarcation among races, among genders, among nations, among cultures, among the athletic or non-athletic, among the the heightened challenged or the the short people, the tall people, the heavy people, the thin people, none of these things. Blue-eyed, brown-eyed doesn't matter. Blonde, brunette, redhead doesn't matter. Artistic, non-artistic, those that are leaders in administration and those who do not have that ability. By ability, we don't see that. You know something? This is going to be a massive family reunion in heaven, and we are going to see those we've not met in this life and come together, and there will be no racism, there will be no prejudice, there will be no bias, and that is one of the great rewards that God shows us among the many that we see. The individual rewards we've talked about numerous times, and here's the great reward, the reward of togetherness. Can you get that? In Revelation chapter 21 and verse 24, it tells us of the glory of God in the previous verse that will illuminate the the existence of the new earth. And then the next verse says, the nations will walk by its light. The kings of the earth will bring their glory into it. The nations will be as one. Under the Lord, they're going to gather together the leaders of those nations will willingly give up any of the opulence and the honor that they have and give it to the Lord. And that's the first step we see when we see something very, very important here, that we will be together. We will be together. Romans chapter 5, verses 9 and 10. It says that these all around that are seen are singing praise as John writes about them. And they said, that we have been purchased. The purchase is good for every tribe, people, nation, language. They're all together. There was no delineation. Oh, well, this particular nation is stronger militarily, so they get preference. Or this one has a certain skin hue. There's no preference there. The purchase is for all. Whosoever will may come. And here's what I like seeing. Friends, we're going to be in a wonderful family reunion of all the people groups, all the races, all the nations, all the cultures. Revelation 7, 9, John says, I can't even begin to count this group, these ones here, but I can tell you that I see different nations, tongues, people groups from all over. Galatians chapter 3 and verse 28 says, under Christ, we are one. There is no difference between Jew and Greek, or bond and free, depending on your your financial status. There's no difference there. Male or female, we're all one in Christ together, celebrating. There is no chauvinism. There is no bias. Isaiah 66 and verse 18 says, the time is coming to gather all the nations and the tongues, which means the different languages will come together, they shall come see my glory. Here's the purpose. It's not just we're getting together for a massive family reunion celebration and looking at each other. We're here for a purpose. We are gathering for this family reunion to honor the Father. I can recall years and years back that I was just so excited for us all to have a wonderful family gathering of cousins, uncles, aunts, 
all of the, the relatives coming over, and we met in Pittsburgh to celebrate my great-grandparents' 60th an- wedding anniversary. And what a celebration. And the purpose was to honor them. And they took Grandpap and my great-grandma, and they put them on stage in a little pl- park and sat there, and people came around, and there were foods and celebrations and laughing and all of it to celebrate this one, a wonderful purpose together as we all met together. We are going to celebrate in heaven. You know we've talked about this, Revelation chapter 19. The first thing on the calendar in the celestial city is going to be the marriage feast, the supper, the celebration of the Lamb. We're there, and we're all together for that too. Zechariah chapter 2 and verse 11. Many nations will join themselves to the Lord that day and become my people. So we are gathering together. I want to ask you something, my friends. Is there any part of your heart that gives you a self-centered feeling that you are better than others, maybe because of their background, their culture, their language, their race? This is just a terrible thing. This is especially if you are a believer listening to this right now, to have anything You feel you're better than your neighbors just because you are. You feel that you're the smartest one every time you walk into a room that people should see you. What kind of a feeling is this? We are here to be together both now and forever and to welcome people into the kingdom as we have open-armed churches that will welcome people in. And I just recall that When I was back in Oak Ridge, Tennessee, and a man was going down the highway, and he was just barely, barely making it by, very fatigued, exhausted, and one of the men that we had coming on over brought him in. We were having an evening potluck at our church, and of course, you know, those can be really, really great, and he brought him in from the highway, and this man that brought him in was an executive highly, highly esteemed in his life around here, wearing a suit, and he brought this young man in and got him in front of him in line, and then everybody circled around and gently fed him all, and he just kept saying, I just can't believe you. You were all so kind. And as they got talking with him at a table, and everybody had a wonderful conversation, didn't point him out or make him feel uh, just as some pariah or or just some stand out. They worked him into the conversation And he was there and found out he was applying for a job and his car broke down and spent his last amount of money just to make it there down near the university campus. And before you know it, somebody there said, I'm taking you down there. We're going to get you a room and you're going to go there and you're going to get to that interview. It was a wonderful thing. And I heard good news about it afterward. And I just thought about this. This is the way that Christians here on earth will gather together and be with one another and celebrate one another together and help and encourage, admonish one another when needed and all. But we're together. And in heaven, what do we see here? Many nations and tongues of Revelation chapter 7. No bias, no prejudice, as it says in Galatians chapter 3, verse 28. All nations together. Why? Isaiah 66, 18. To see the glory of God and to celebrate that. Think about that today. Rejoice in that. We're going to have a family reunion like nothing else when we get to heaven. Enjoy that. Rejoice in that. Thank you so much for your prayers. 
and your encouragement, my friends. It has just been a wonderful time. I'm here in the barn. We were able to insulate one half of the barn here, slowly working our way across, filling up all of those holes and everything that made last winter so, so treacherous in here as I was doing office work. And we're getting it there. Thank you for your encouragement. And um, anytime, anything that you give, we do appreciate it. Our ministry, the Heaven Tour Ministry, is a 501c3 ministry. We do appreciate so very, very much any help that you give. But just be in prayer. Think about the things that we've talked about today. Rejoice in those. This is Brad and family member, as you're a believer in Christ. I'll see you in eternity. We'll celebrate together. We can rejoice in that right now. You take care. God bless you. And Lord willing, we'll talk soon. Thanks for joining us this week on Questions About Heaven with Brad Zockel of the Zulon International Bible Institute. Be sure to visit our website, zulon.org, to learn more about our Bible ministry. That's X-U-L-O-N dot org. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. And keep an eye out for our upcoming ebook, Questions About Heaven. Thanks, God bless you, and have a great day.